Hey guys, and welcome back to King's Corner Life Notes. So for today's episode, I'm actually going to be by myself, which is very interesting for me because yes, I did an episode on my scoliosis journey by myself, but I felt like I had, you know, a story to help me go through um, the episode with. So this episode is going to be really interesting for me to record. I haven't really recorded anything like this before, but I basically have a couple notes down that I wanted to talk about, go more in depth about, you know, my journey and why I wanted to start this podcast. And I was just talking to my friends the other day and they suggested that I should do an episode just by myself talking about, you know, some of the things that I've been aiming to talk about with people, but are targeted more to my own personal experiences. And I thought to myself, hmm, what a good idea to record something on my podcast that's about me. Interesting. I just, in my mind, I truly don't think that people are clicking on my podcast to listen about me. I always think that they're listening to hear about the story that the other person or the guest is saying on the other side. But I guess it would kind of make sense that you would be interested to see what my own um, experiences are. Okay, so first things first, it is currently the 27th of December. So Christmas has just passed, Boxing Day has just passed, and all the festivities of, you know, general Christmas has passed. So I hope everyone had a good time over the holidays, everyone stayed safe. I know there's a lockdown in effect starting yesterday. Um, So I hope everyone, you know, got their Christmas jolly jingle socialization out of them and we can try to beat this virus that is currently just restricting everything in you know fun spirits i had such a good time over the holidays i you know had yummy christmas dinners i opened amazing presents um and you know generally just spent time with people that i care about and it's so special and I'm, I'm honestly so grateful that i got to have those experiences because i know that a lot of people are in you know, worse scenarios where, you know, they either have COVID and they can't leave their house over Christmas or they live in different parts compared to their family. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just, they're taking precautions that are should be in effect. And I think within COVID, you know, as long as you're keeping the restrictions and you're following the guidelines, like you can do it safely. But um, I think it's definitely a good idea that the lockdown has come sooner than later. So Um, what I'm basically trying to say is I hope everyone had, you know, a great Christmas and great holidays, um, and you got to have some sense of reality into these weird, weird, weird times. So moving on, I know I talked about this on the first episode as to why I wanted to start a podcast, but let's, let's move it way back. I know I touched briefly on, you know, I love hearing people's stories and everything, and that's still true. But I think I missed a very important factor as to, you know, why I really wanted to start this podcast and why it's been a passion of mine for so many years. Okay, so this is kind of embarrassing, but okay, I guess I'll start from the beginning. So I'm an only child, so I don't have any siblings or brothers or, which is obviously siblings. I don't know why I just (laughs) switched out to a brother, but I never had any siblings growing up. So when I would have family get-togethers, especially on my mom's side of the family, I never had cousins or family members that were close to my age. You know, my closest cousin was like married to give you, you know, a perspective as to the age difference. I was like literally eight years old and they were already married. So whenever my family members would come down 
from Ottawa, um, to spend Christmas together, I would kind of have to make up something to keep myself occupied and entertained because I'd be eight years old and there would be, you know, my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents, um, and my parents that would all be, you know, very far away from my age. I wouldn't have play dates. I couldn't, you know, it's family time. So I just had to make up something to keep myself occupied. I don't know what came to my head to do this, but I guess I was just, you could say, a natural born podcaster. Basically what I'm saying is my uncle, who was very into videos and pictures and had, you know, top tier cameras, he would literally film me interviewing my family. And when I say film, I mean film. So if anyone has ever seen the show iCarly, it's basically like the show that was on Nickelodeon that I loved. And it would be about these two girls and this one guy, you know, filming the girls and they would just talk about, I don't know, they would be like vloggers. They would talk about funny videos and things that they enjoyed and they just be, you know, content creators so i saw this show and i loved it and i thought that i could do it myself so i called the show i emma yes that's right the show is called i carly and i named my show i emma i would get my family members and i would literally sit with them i'd be eight years old like i was young and i would sit with them and i go hey guys welcome back to i emma so today i have my aunt and we're gonna go through her purse what's in your purse so I'd basically just be interviewing them and this is what I would do to occupy myself and entertain myself. And my uncle, thankfully, you know, because just I really want to see these videos, he sent me all these videos. So let me play one of the videos that he sent me. Okay, so I found one of the videos that we were doing right before we were eating dinner on Thanksgiving. And here it is. You should be on. You should be on that iCarly thing. Okay. Why? iCarly. Hey, isn't that that show? Why should I be on it? Because you're very animated like them. Hey, I'm not animated. Isn't she animated just like them? I hope that audio transferred well over the podcast, but basically what you're, you know, listening to is my uncle saying that, hey, you should be on iCarly because you're so animated, and I somehow get offended. I don't even know what he even means, but basically I've just always enjoyed talking to people and I know that sounds really you know basic and just general but I just always enjoyed getting beneath surface level topics and for other episodes that I would do within my family I would literally just sit to sit with them and I would basically just say why do you wear glasses you know and why do you do this and I don't know why I was so fascinated with the idea but I just genuinely loved getting um, like I said beneath the surface level moving forward you know when i was growing up i would love watching celebrity interviews and i still do and i loved just seeing how interviewers could get you know under the surface level of why celebrities that are you know showcased as being so not normal as you could say like just being so glamorous could make them seem so normal for example, I would always grow up watching One Direction videos, like interviews, because I was a mega fan. But I would always watch these interviews and I would always see how normal these guys were made. And I loved it. I, I thought that's why people want to watch these videos is to see how normal these celebrities actually are and honestly relate to them. And I just growing up, I just loved that aspect. I would go home every day and I'd watch interviews of celebrities every single day my mom actually thought i had a problem i remember that but what i'm trying to say is i think this just relayed into a 
pure, I guess you could say personality trait of mine. I just always loved having deep conversations with people. And whether I just met you that day or I've known you my whole life, I just always can find something really interesting within all my conversations. And as you probably hear when I'm interviewing my friends I don't like to say the word interview. I guess you could say when I'm having conversations with my friends, I always find out something interesting within those conversations. And I think that's what's so cool about podcasts is you can have one person like what I'm doing right now and you're learning something new about the person, whether you know me personally or you've met me a couple times. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you're basically learning something new. And I just think that's so, I don't want to use the word interesting because I use that a lot, but I just think it's so personable. And I think that it's so cool, especially within this time of COVID to not have that much socialization within your life. But I think it's so interesting to listen to other people's experiences, whether you relate to them or not, and just understand how that person, you know, deals with it, I guess you could say. So as I got older and podcasts became more presentable within, you know, media and on your phones, you would listen to them. Um, I remember listening to this one podcast that it was literally just a girl. She didn't have any people over on the podcast at any time and she would literally just talk about experiences and she would answer questions and I just thought it was so interesting how one podcast with one person on it no guess how she can make it so personable and I would listen to her podcast and she talk about topics like divorce or topics like relationships or mental health and anything like that and I could relate to it even though a I didn't know who she was never met her but I'm learning about these experiences and how she dealt with them. So I guess what I'm trying to say is this is kind of the background as to why I wanted to start a podcast. I grew up listening to podcasts and interviews and I just thought it was so interesting how I could have so many people in my life and they have all had different stories. And I think it's so cool and such an experience to share those online. And I think that's the main reason as why I'm doing it. So I hope you kind of learn something new about, you know, why this podcast is, you know, happening and being broadcast because I genuinely am having so much fun with it and I'm not doing it for the wrong reasons. So I've just always liked doing this and my family listening are definitely laughing and being like, oh, I remember being interviewed by I, Emma, but that's basically one of the fundamentals of why I wanted to start this podcast. So after, you know, understanding that I'm making this podcast, I think it's important to also address over obstacles that I've had to deal with by myself as well not just you know obstacles that other people had to deal with but personal obstacles that I had to deal with I hope I'm not talking fast and if I am I'm sorry this is so new for me I'm not interviewing someone else but hopefully I get better over time I really hope I'm not talking fast anyways anyways moving forward I had a lot of things be presented in my life that I've had to overcome. To name a few, obviously my surgery, divorce parents, anxiety, mental health, um, psoriasis, diet changes, just so many things that, you know, I'm not complaining or, you know, trying to get pity, but I just think that they have shaped who I am. I and mean, I really hope to make future episodes regarding these topics because I think that it'd be really interesting for people to either relate to or just understand deeper. I think this is why I really wanted to occupy something that I've had such a passion for for all these years and relate it into something that other people can enjoy and maybe find it their own passions of their own. I hope for future episodes that I can talk about, you know, my struggles with anxiety and my struggle with depression and I know these are hard topics that, you know, if you're sensitive to these topics, it might be hard to listen, but I just genuinely think sharing and how I 
deal with these obstacles um, can maybe even benefit one person listening. I would honestly be so grateful about that. So I think for this episode, I kind of want to talk about growing up as an only child. And um, like I said before, I know that other people have it way harder than I did, but I just think it's cool to look back and reflect as to how that made me who I am today. So I know I talked about this on other episodes, but Growing up as an only child, I hated being alone, which you'd think that I'd like being alone, but I genuinely hated being alone. I was always alone. I did not like playing by myself. I couldn't. Um, I'd always have to be, you know, playing with my mom or playing with my dad or asked to go hang out with one of my friends because I just, I didn't know what to do with myself. And creating I, Emma, once again, was something that I found that I could do with other people and entertain myself. Anyways... I created this atmosphere within myself that I didn't like being alone. So when I grew up and got older, I couldn't, it's not that I couldn't, but I didn't like going to the grocery store by myself in university. I didn't like going to the library by myself. I didn't like studying by myself. I always had to be with other people. And within the past couple of months, especially quarantine, I have loved being by myself. And I've learned that I can create things that I am enjoying that just involve myself for example doing spa days having a nice bath creating a skincare routine videos that i like watching on youtube that only i enjoy i don't need to watch it with someone are just things that i've truly i guess valued within quarantine and i know that if this time has never happened or you know like the virus never came out or coronavirus is never a thing i would never have enjoyed this kind of chapter in my life Especially over the summer, I couldn't work. Nobody had any proper information about coronavirus. And I truly would sit in my backyard all day and I would read. And if you've listened to the episode with my mom, she even said herself, like, I had learning disability growing up. And I think I had some portion of dyslexia. Like, I know I have some aspect of dyslexia. So reading was never a thing I could do. My mom would always have to read to me. So reading was never in the books for me, haha, <laughs> pun intended. But what I'm trying to say is I've started a, a love of reading. I've read, I think, two books now over the summer, which if, you know, my 15-year-old self was listening, she'd be like, how? Because you literally can't read one sentence without messing it up. But I was able to do it. So my hate of being by myself was now grown into a deep love. And sometimes I crave to be by myself, which is so weird because I know my parents listening would be like, what? You can't even go to the grocery store by myself. But I can now. So growing up, I built true fundamental relationships with my friends. My friends were my siblings, if you can wrap your head around that. But the one thing that I struggled so hard with was confrontation. When you have a sibling you fight all the time. Like you are able to stand up for yourself. You're able to, um, you know, build a backbone because they're getting under your skin and they're doing things on purpose just for the sole reaction of making you mad. And being an only child, I never had that. You know, all I had were my parents and my parents never did any of that. They didn't want to start a fight on purpose. They didn't want to get under my skin on purpose as parents wouldn't, right? So these things would happen within my friends and I didn't know that this was something that people could deal with at home and they have already a relationship with confrontation and they have a relationship with 
getting under people's skin or letting people get under their skin. So when I would be with my friends and I would do something, obviously that would be, you know, not cool or I would create a fight or not even create a fight, but I would say something that someone else didn't like. They would get mad at me. And I didn't understand that process. I was like, why are they getting mad at me? Why are they not talking to me? Like, I really couldn't deal with confrontation. I would go home and I would cry. And I grew up having this anxiety that I never wanted to get anyone mad at me. I hated it. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the repercussions of it because I never dealt with it growing up and I still have that confrontation fear but I've created the understanding of that's why I am the way I am so a couple years ago in university I understood how I deal with the situation so for example if someone was to get mad at me I don't like silent treatments I don't understand why people do silent treatments because it genuinely doesn't bring any benefit towards the relationship if you are giving people silent treatments I don't know what to say. I just don't understand why people do it. It's just the understanding that you're being immature. Like you don't want to handle situation. You don't care about building a better understanding of why you're mad. So when I would grow up, I would think that that's the proper way to handle a situation because my friends would do that to me because, you know, we're we're like 10 years old, immature. That's the only way that we understood. That's how you become right in the argument, I guess you could say. What I'm trying to say is in high school, especially, let me tell you, high school is just the definition of drama. And I think I struggled so much with having so many friends and I did not understand how I could keep all of them happy because there would be some groups of friends that wouldn't like the other group of friends and I would hang out with both set of friend groups and one friend group would be mad that I'd be hanging out with another friend group and I just wanted to keep everyone happy and I'm spreading myself out so thin that I never did what I wanted to do and I guess you could say that people would call me out for this they would be like Emma you're being like so fake you know you don't like this but you're doing it because everyone else wants you to do it I would drive people home I people would take advantage of me for driving them here and driving them there because I just genuinely didn't want anyone to get mad at me and I think that's so toxic looking back i i know that i've grown so much from that but i think it's so crazy that i used to be taken advantage for and i would do nothing about it while i knew i'd be taking getting taken advantage of so the past couple of years my friends my roommates especially taught me that like emma why are you doing this like don't do it and living with girls like that experience of living with people gave me a sense of sibling because you're genuinely living with these people, right? And they would, I think, teach me how to just properly handle a situation, whether I didn't want to do it or not, or I did or whatever you could say. I know a lot of people struggle with not wanting to say no. And a lot of people struggle with spreading themselves thin. So one thing that I've realized myself is if they're a true friend, they'd understand. If you don't want to go to a dinner Let's say you didn't want to go to a dinner and your friends get mad at you for not wanting to go to the dinner. They're not a true friend. Basically, the point of the example that I'm trying to make is friends should be understanding. Friends shouldn't, you know, give you that silent treatment. They should want to work out your relationship with communication and understanding and just trying to get a better sense of each party within the relationship So what I've learned, especially looking back onto high school, is that a lot of the friends that I had weren't my true 
friends as to hence why I'm not really friends with them now because they just didn't give me that understanding and that, you know, empathy that friends should give. They would expect me to do... Okay, if you hear my dog pouncing, I'm genuinely sorry. I can't cut it out because I live with a house of dogs and my dad talking so loudly, so I can't cut it out. But anyways, moving forward, like I was saying, they would expect me to do things that I didn't want to do. And they knew that I didn't want to do them, but they still expected me to do them. And if I didn't do them, they'd be mad at me. And I think that people would hold the argument of, okay, well, I'm going to be mad at you. I'm going to give you the silent treatment because like I said, growing up, I never understood it. I never experienced it. So when I did, it was like the worst case scenario. I would absolutely shut down. I would go home crying to my mom. Like I just didn't understand it. And I think people understood that I had that sensitivity and they would take advantage of it. Growing up into a strong, independent woman, I've realized that I'm not taking that, you know, kind of behavior and I'm cutting out friends that took advantage of that and didn't have the understanding of respect, empathy, you know, basically what I talked about before. I wanted to share that because I think that that's a lesson within my own journey that I've learned from. I can confidently say that throughout my whole life, I definitely was sensitive to people getting mad at me I didn't like confrontation honestly I still don't but I've understood now the fundamentals of why I don't like it I've learned how to deal with it in a healthy manner so I think if you're listening to this one thing that you can take away from this episode is one if you've been doing something that you've had a passion for since you were younger do it there should be genuinely no excuse to not do it. If you've always loved the aspect of writing and you wanted to start a blog, do it. If you've loved watching makeup tutorials on YouTube and you've always loved that beauty community and the aspect of, you know, recording yourself and talking about products you love, do it. Because it's honestly the most rewarding thing doing what you love and people and family members supporting you that you would have never imagined support you. It's such an amazing feeling and I genuinely feel that when I started my podcast. I have so many friends and people messaging me saying how much this means to them and how much they love listening and you know, all of these fun compliments, I guess you could say. And it's just so rewarding, especially doing something that you are passionate about and other people sharing that experience with you. Second is if you are like me and you don't like confrontation and you don't like disappointing people, remember your boundaries. Remember that just because you don't like confrontation doesn't mean that you have to do things within your life to avoid that, meaning always saying yes. No, 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 no. Don't do that. You need to understand that if people set expectations towards you that are unrealistic and unfair, you're better than that. Don't do something because other people want you to do it. Don't do something to avoid confrontation Give confrontation a run for its money. Within this time of COVID, I just think it's important to reflect on your journeys. And if you, like I said before, if you've dealt with any of these experiences, um, just remember to do what you want to do because that's more rewarding and more worth it to go through life doing what you want to do rather than looking back and being like, why did I do this and think that this was good for me when it genuinely wasn't. 
Anyways, I, I hope that made sense. I hope I don't look back onto this episode and go, Emma, what were you saying? Because, guys, you know how weird it is recording an episode by yourself. So, I hope you guys liked this episode. So, for future episodes, I'm going to do more one-to-one heartfelt, deep conversations, topics about anxiety, divorce, um, maintaining healthy relationships, growing up, not having healthy relationships, you know, just topics like that. Um, But I think I'm all done for today's episode and I really hope that you guys learned something new about me or something about dealing with topics and obstacles within your own life. Um, That's mainly why I really wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram at kingscorner underscore life notes. Um, I'm thinking of doing some episodes in the future, um, like Q&A episodes. Um, So make sure to look out for those on my stories and submit questions or just even send me a DM of topics that you'd be really eager to talk about. I'm so open to talking about anything. So if you have any recommendations or anything, don't be hesitant to message me. Also, if I put up any Q&A stories um, for you guys to ask me some questions, they will all be kept anonymous. So don't worry about privacy issues because I know I'm definitely um, cautious about that. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was very different from all my other episodes and I just hope that, like I said, you learned something new. So I hope you guys stay safe over the holidays and I hope you guys have a good week and I'll see you next week with a new video. Bye.